Jays drop the opener 7-2 to the New York Yankees. It is Jays Talk brought to you by your Ontario Honda dealers. Rob Wong, show Ali with you. You can get us on the text line, 590-590. Give us your name and your location and simply, how are you feeling after what we saw tonight at Rogers Center as the Blue Jays now fall three games back of the Yankees for the top wildcard spot. They do not lose any ground on the Red Sox, though, as the Orioles do the Blue Jays a favor, picking up the 4-2 win at Camden Yards. But uh, would have been a great opportunity for the Blue Jays to win this opener and uh, tie the Red Sox for that second wildcard position, but not meant to be tonight's show. A uh, very emotional game emotional evening at rogers center uh latter stages of the game though i mean just hearing it on the broadcast watching it on the tv screen you could tell that the crowd uh was kind of zapped of all the energy after uh, giancarlo stanton sucked all the energy out of the building with that big three-run homer in the uh, seventh inning for the yankees but lots to unpack from this one uh, a lot of good uh, a lot of bad by the blue jays as well uh, in this one tonight and you know, I want to begin with the Giancarlo Stanton homer because okay. that was, I think, one of the biggest, if not the biggest moment of the ball game tonight. You've got Trevor Richards coming into that spot. I don't think we had any issue with any of the, you know, pitching changes and relievers that came out of the pen for Charlie Montoyo tonight. Used Adam Simber in a spot to uh, get the Blue Jays out of a jam there in the uh, fifth inning. Did give up a sack fly to Aaron Judge that allowed the go-ahead run to, to score. But, you know, Adam Simber, a guy that uh, this team relies on quite heavily in spots like that. Uh, I thought Nate Pearson looked really good in his inning of work. But uh, in that top of the seventh there, Trevor Richards comes out, gets uh, Gio Urshela to fly out, gives up a single to DJ LeMahieu. Anthony Rizzo lines out, walks Aaron Judge, and then Giancarlo Stanton, who is arguably the hottest hitter on planet Earth right now, comes yeah. to the plate. And Richards immediately is gifted a strike, which was about a foot off the plate. And I still don't know how he was given that strike he call. He should have thrown that out again. He should have thrown that same pitch <laughs> for the rest of the at-bat, because if you're going to get that strike call, you should probably go to it. But look, in hindsight, I think a lot of people wondered, why didn't you just walk the guy, intentionally walk him? Because you had Joey Gallo coming up. I still think you're in a, you know, darned if you do, darned if you don't situation where, you know, Joey Gallo, as bad as he has looked, that's a guy that only takes one swing to hit a grand slam. And then at that point, you're down four and you're wondering, you know, why did we give the Yankees the extra run there? But even then, with Giancarlo Stanton hitting that pitch, that was way out of the zone and just a unicorn of a hit. Cause as you mentioned it, uh, Sarah Lang's uh, VSPN putting a sorry out there saying that that pitch uh, was like a foot and a half yeah. off the ground. Yeah. And that's like the lowest pitch that Giancarlo <laughs> Stan has ever hit for a homer in his career. Our own Chris Black of Sportsnet saying Trevor Richards has thrown 917 changeups in his career out of the zone. That's the first time any of those changeups have ever been hit for a home run. So truly a unicorn of a home run tonight. But what did you make of that spot? And if you're Charlie Montoyo, uh, would you have intentionally walked Giancarlo Stanton to go to Joey Gallo instead? Yeah, I think after that home run, Giancarlo Stanton had, I think, four home runs and 13 RBIs in the last four games alone. So like you said, he is the clearly the hottest plant batter on planet Earth. Every time I was in baseball control over the last I don't know, weaken a little bit, let's say, and the especially over that game against the uh, the series against the Red Sox, just prior to this series, uh, you every time I look up at the TV or look up at the MLB, you know, box score, 
you know, Stanton hits a three run Jack Stanton hits a grand slam. So yeah, I think at this point, that's something you got to consider. I think, you know, I'd rather, like you said, is Joey Gallo absolutely capable of doing damage to the blue Jays in the exact same situation? Sure. Yeah. But I mean, look at the kind of pitch, like you said, that Stanton hit out of the ballpark. I mean, he, he golfed that pitch. That's a pitch that tiger woods is swinging at not a, not a baseball player. Right. So I, it's unfortunate the way it happened because to go back even a little further with the Anthony Rizzo RBI single, which we can talk about that play too, where Corey Dickerson got the ball, had Urshela going home. And I don't know if it's an issue with his arm strength. I don't know if it, I mean, the throw was a, it was a pretty good throw and it just hit Urshela in the right in the middle of the back because he had him beat to home plate. Uh, it just, it's just crazy to think that that Rizzo single, which uh, ended unfortunately with the Urshela hit, essentially brought let the Yankees get the judge sack fly and the basically the very next batter. And then you got the uh, Stanton home run and the RBI single that Rizzo hit was another crazy out of the zone pitch that he basically took a, took a, like a lumberjack swinging at that. Right. So I just, it's crazy to think that two completely out there off the plate out of the zone pitches, Yankees batters hit on, were responsible for essentially five of the seven runs that were scored today. Yeah, and a couple of tough spots as well. You know, Hyunjin Ryu in that inning, giving up the uh, single to Anthony Rizzo. You know, great swing by Rizzo. It was way off the plate, down low, and he just flicks it into left field. But, you know, DJ LeMahieu, if you don't walk DJ LeMahieu, Gio Rochelle is not in scoring position in that spot. If you don't walk Aaron Judge, if you're Trevor Richards, it's, you know, not a three-run homer. Uh, maybe it's just a two-run homer by Aaron Judge right. or something, right? Like, the walks came back to definitely uh, bite the Blue Jays this evening. Now, the pitching was, you know, one thing with uh, Hunjin Ryu. I thought he looked decent uh, early on and really had to grind through, had the unlucky um, A.B. there with Anthony Rizzo flicking it to left field. But, you know, Aaron Judge gets a middle, 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 92-mile-an-hour fastball, hits yeah. that one out. I think Ryu obviously would like to have that one back. But I think what gets lost in all of this, you know, the pitchers give up seven runs tonight. Blue Jays only scored two runs on three hits against the uh, Yankees tonight. And maybe it actually worked out in New York's favor because uh, Jamison Tyone, the uh, starter tonight, uh, only went two and a third innings because he aggravated that ankle uh, tendon injury that uh, he had been working his way back. So that's obviously a, a tough thing to see for him to leave this ball game. But after that, you know, Michael King comes into this game and he did give up a run on two hits and a walk, but that's a guy that's, you know, been very effective this year. And that was it. The Blue Jays got two walks from Clay Holmes and we'll get to the, the Bo Bichette running error in a moment here, but no hits against Clay Holmes, no hits against Chad Green, no hits against Luis Severino and no hits against Wandy Peralta. So all the talk about how the offense may have started to turn things around in, in Minnesota in those final two games, they come into this one and at the end of the day, two runs on three hits is just not going to get it done. Yeah, that's not what you want to see, you know, going for this, this this batting order going up against the Yankees bullpen who seemingly have found it over the last, you know, week or a week and a bit, right? And I mean, we didn't see obviously Jonathan Loizaga tonight and Severino himself only pitched. Uh, he only threw 15 pitches. So Peralta only threw 13 pitches. It's just, that's not what you want to see uh, on a night where Tyone had to leave so early, two and a third, like you said, Rob. And, you know, Garrett Cole's on the mound tomorrow. You can probably, I mean, you know what? The, the Blue Jays have gotten to Garrett Cole often before. It's it's definitely doable, but you want to be able to make the Yankees use, you know, use more pitch, throw more pitches, use more relief pitchers, generally speaking, on the night before Garrett Cole comes to the mound because, you know, you don't really know for sure what's going to happen in that ball game. Even if Jose Barrios is on the other side of things, and I think, you know, that's going to be a, an absolutely fun game to watch, a real Marque pitching matchup, but... 
you know, even with Robbie Ray going in the final game of this series, Corey Kluber, you know, you know you're not sure what you're going to get from him on a, on a game to game basis. It just feels like a real missed opportunity for an, and a real awful time for the bats to go cold on a night where your starting pitcher only goes two and a third for the Yankees. And this is not a spot that the Blue Jays want to find themselves in with this Yankees team specifically right now, having found it with the bullpen where you're down after five innings and then guys like, you know, Clay Holmes and Chad green and Luis Severino come into this ball game and effectively shut it down. And you get the insurance Homer from uh, Giancarlo Stanton, of course, but I think for the blue Jays to have success, the rest of this series, I mean, they have to be the team in front so you can avoid having to take on the, you know, Yankees A's uh, a plus relievers when you're uh, trailing and trying to fight, come back uh, in uh, these, these games against New York over the final two here in this three game set. But like I mentioned, uh, Bo Bichette in a, a big play swinging this game, potentially uh, had an opportunity there in the bottom of the sixth inning, Vladimir Guerrero jr. Walks to lead things off against clay Holmes. Bichette then grounds into a fielder's choice. He takes second base on a wild pitch from clay Holmes. And then uh, Teoscar Hernandez is at the plate and a pitch that gets away from Gary Sanchez got maybe what 10 feet away from him to the third base side. Bo Bichette sort of hesitated off the hop and tried to go to third gets thrown out uh, by a good, you know, eight, 10 feet. The yeah. ball beats him there. They did review it. It did look like he may have pulled the old swim move to get in there, but obviously not enough uh, clear cut evidence to overturn the call. I've said it all season long, you know, Bo Bichette, you have to take the good, with the bad for me at this stage of his career, there's a lot of a wild, I call him a wild horse, right? He's kind of all over the place and you love when things are are going well on the aggressive side. And then there's moments like that tonight where you wonder, you know, was that the right move in the right spot there? Um, You know, inexperience is, you know, obviously uh, a big factor for uh, a young team and a guy like him who, you know, while he's been around the game of baseball, you do see some moments where, you know, there seems to be uh, a lack of decision making, if you want to put it that way. But who knows? You know, even if he gets there, do the Blue Jays score him? Does that change the game? Who knows? But just in that spot, it felt like a, a really big momentum shift back in the Yankees' favor, where you had the tying run on base in scoring position at second already with one out, and you're not able to uh, bring in that run. Yeah, not being able to cash in any runs after Vladdy walks with no outs is just, that's just it. it the way the way it it unfolded too wasn't like it was it was a bang bang play or anything like that. Bo like the decision that Bo made to take off on that play was just so ill advised. And I just all all I can think of is like you said, Bo Bo has been ultra aggressive in his approach at the plate and his base running as well all season. That's probably not going to change anytime soon. We'll we'll see next season if that does change. Uh, maybe they maybe they have him do different things or what have you. But I just you can't be gifting the New York Yankees of all teams free outs on the base paths when the game is this close. I mean, like we talk, I, I don't know how many more ways you can say that this is the most important series of the year is basically like even if the Jays are, don't make the wild card every game from now until the end of the year, and maybe less so the Orioles series, but definitely this three game set two more after today are essentially playoff games. They're playoff games. And you can't be making egregious base running errors like that in the middle of a playoff game when the score is what it is. It's just, like you said, it's not going to change between now and the end of the season because that is who Bo Bichette is at this stage of his career. But boy, I just, I remember you and I are sitting here in baseball control. And first of all, when he ran from first to second, he kind of did that little slide and he got up off the base and it kind of looked like he was going to take third for a second there. And you and I both put our hands on our heads 
And then, okay, he didn't end up doing that. And on the very next play, it was the the run to third. And like you said, I do think, honestly, I do think in the end he was safe. But uh, like you said, no, not enough evidence to overturn. And uh, the replay went the Yankees' way. Yeah, definitely did. Uh, a lot of things went the Yankees' way this evening as they pick up the 7-2 win in the opener of this 3 game set when we continue we'll get to your text 59590 is where you can reach us give us your name and your location a lot of texts coming through people want to give us their thoughts on what happened tonight down at rogers center it is jay's talk brought to you by your ontario honda dealers rob wong show alley on the sportsnet radio network little known fact if you scream at the umpires through your radio they can totally hear you oh you call that a strike this is toronto blue jays baseball on the sportsnet radio network Rob Wong, show Ali with you here on Jay's Talk, brought to you by your Ontario Honda dealers. Yankees take the opener of the three-game set, 7-2 over the Blue Jays. So New York now three games up on the Jays for the first wildcard spot. Boston, though, loses in Baltimore. So the Blue Jays still a game back of the Red Sox for the second wildcard position. Show still five games left here. So uh, 6-0 is out of the equation. 5-1 still uh, on Possible. the table. But uh, just taking a quick glance at the uh, text line, 59590, where you can always chime in, give us your name and your location. Feels like there's uh, a lot of pes- pessimism right now. Feels like there's a lot of uh, frustration, understandable. Fair. And uh, maybe some people jumping off the uh, Blue Jays bandwagon at this point. But uh, we do want to give people an opportunity to uh, give us their thoughts on how they're feeling right now. So what do you see so let's see. I see uh, Connor in Toronto. Honestly, the baseball gods don't want us to win when pitches like the one Rizzo and Stanton hit are going out of the park. Season legitimately on the line tomorrow. Uh, Robert and Ajax, the Jays were gifted an opportunity to take a playoff spot tonight. Boston basically kicked themselves out and Toronto didn't capitalize. This loss hurts a lot for sure. I see here uh, th- DB in London, three hits, the biggest game of the year and three hits. Heck, the local garage band down the street has more hits. Can anyone say five in a row now? And then DB also says the fat lady hasn't sung yet, but she's definitely warming up. And then uh, Ezra and Smithers, BC, heavy loss. Did we just watch the end of the season? And look, I I, I get the uh, the uh, immediate you know reaction to see a game like that, and it ends up not being all that close in the end. And home runs like Rizzo and Stanton are hitting, like our texters are saying. Like I understand being pessimistic. I totally get that because it has been a, a roller coaster of a season so far. I mean, in uh, what a month, basically a month ago today, I want to say it was like on August 27th or August 28th. The, I want to say fan graphs had the blue Jays playoff odds at around like four and a half percent. And here they are now just a game and a half or two games now, I suppose out of a wild card spot. But, uh, Boy, it's uh, I, I so I understand the pessimism, but I you know five, five games left, two against the Yankees, Garrett Cole on the mound tomorrow, and the Blue Jays have shown they are capable of hitting him at times at the very least, despite his uh, Cy Young quality season. I think you shouldn't say that the season is over just quite yet. Well, look, if there's one thing we can say about this Blue Jays team, you know, despite the fact that it has been a roller coaster ride and it's been frustrating. They do always find a way to come back. I mean, how many times this year have we sort of written them off and yeah. thought, okay, that's probably it. And then, no, no, it's actually not. Yeah, you know, this is probably it. And no, no, it's not. Like, they keep yeah. finding a way to come back. They are running out of runway, of course, with only five games remaining on the uh, schedule. And, you know, today felt like a must win. Tomorrow is going to feel like a must win. 
Thursday is going to feel like a must win. They're all going to feel like must wins at this point. So I'm not going to, you know, say that uh, things are going to be just fine if they lose tomorrow. Mathematically, they will be. They're not going to right, be right. eliminated if they, you know, lose to Garrett Cole and uh, company tomorrow. But uh, they can't continue to play this way. Like, that's pretty evident. Two runs on three hits is not going to cut it. Base running errors, not going to cut it. Giving up seven runs is not going to cut it. This was just an overall, you know, bad game. Yeah, there was some pitches that, you know, were hit that definitely should not be hit in normal circumstances. Yeah. But Giancarlo Stanton is a freak of nature. Anthony Rizzo is a veteran hitter, you know, did a really good job of just taking uh, what was given to him on that Hunjin Ryu pitch. But uh, this is what it's going to feel like the rest of the way. And that being said, you wouldn't have it any other way, right? Would you rather be Shohei Otani and the Angels where you're just kind of basking in his glory and you're talking about, wow, what a right. great season it is. Let's uh, focus on next year. Would you rather be right in the thick of it, one game out of a wild card spot, tearing your hair out, uh, you know, going back and forth on every single pitch, every single AB? That's that's the way you want it. Uh, you want to be a, a part of that. Yeah, exactly. You want you want your 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 team, whoever it is, to be in the middle of any kind of conversation. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, sure. Would it be uh, better if the Blue Jays were competing for the AL East title? Sure, yeah, obviously it would be. But considering everything they have gone through this season, considering they had to start the year in Dunedin, Florida, then move to Salem Field in Buffalo, then come back to Toronto, where they have been by and large much better, you know, in the city of Toronto here than they have been anywhere else this season. I just, I, I, I can't help but think that the best is yet to come for this team. And look, it's a, it's going to be a, a really stressful time between now and the end of the game on Sunday. But at the same time, hey, look, if you, even if you have to watch these games or listen to these games with your peeking through your peeking through your fingers, peeking through your hands, that's what you're going to have to do because it's going to be, it's going to be honestly, it's going to be a wild ride for the rest of the year all right when we continue we uh, might have time to grab uh, one or two more texts but we'll get you set for game two of this series tomorrow night as the blue jays will look to bounce back it is jays talk brought to you by your ontario honda dealers robin show on the sportsnet radio network pacing stressfully in front of your radio is a totally normal way to listen you stress because you care toronto blue jays baseballs on the sportsnet radio network Rob Wong Show Alley with you here on Jays Talk, brought to you by your Ontario Honda dealers. Yankees beat the Jays 7-2 in the series opener of this three-game set. Just got about a minute left to your show. Let's uh, maybe breeze through a few texts here. What are you seeing? Yeah, let's see. Josh at the beach, lots of hard foul balls off of Ryu, but ultimately he outperformed what I thought he'd do. Hard to win with only two runs. Colette from Brampton, still love them no matter what. Got to keep the faith. Think the pressure may have gotten them tonight. They'll be fine tomorrow. And Tony from Toronto. Jay's having a great season. However, it is disappointing when they don't play to their potential. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with all of those things. I didn't mind the way Ryu pitched tonight after the uh, disastrous outings we had seen in the past. But like you said, some people a little pessimistic, but still keeping the faith ahead of uh, Garrett Cole and Jose Barrios tomorrow. Yeah, here's the thing. Blue Jays win tomorrow. The tone is going to change yes. exponentially. Yes. People will feel much differently if the Blue Jays can take down Garrett Cole. You've been listening to Blue Jays baseball powered by Jack Links and hunger down to the minors and feed your wild side. Game two tomorrow night. Cole Barrio, 7 o'clock Eastern right here on the Sportsnet Radio Network. For Ben, Tom, Josh, show, I'm Rob. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you tomorrow night.